Need a judgment-free zone when it comes to your financial life? Bienvenida to the Her Dinero Matters podcast, a bilingual podcast for today's Latina who typically thinks English but feels her Latina culture through and through. I am your host, Jen Hempel, and each week we have down-to-earth money conversations from people in La Comunidad Latina that will leave you with more confidence and inspiration to help you take control of your money. Lista? Let's do it. ¿Qué tal, Reina? How is it going? This is Jen Hempel, your host. Estoy bien agradecida de tenerte hoy conmigo. I am grateful to have you here with me today. And this episode is just the two of us. Now, mid-September through mid-October is known for Hispanic Heritage Month. And that's what, at least that's when it's officially celebrated here in the United States. But on this podcast, we are starting the celebration now in focusing on Hispanic heritage all in the month of September because that's how we roll. <laughs> this episode took me a bit to figure out as to how I wanted to execute it. I knew it was going to be a solo episode. And I knew it was going to tie in Hispanic heritage, but how was I going to tie in money? That was my dilemma. After much thought, it hit me. Something that it was right in front of me the whole time. Isn't that how it typically happens? So what is this? Our money story. If you have been here for a while, you know this is one of the main components of this podcast. In fact, you hear me ask our guests about their money stories, as in my humble opinion, is so key and fundamental to improving our financial life. We have to start from within. We have to start with understanding ourselves, not understanding the money first. We have to understand ourselves so we can understand the money and we can understand why we feel and why we do the things we do with money. Now, your money story is also a part of your heritage since that's why I'm tying that into Hispanic Heritage Month. And I want you to celebrate you and your unique Hispanic heritage, money story and all. Now, if you're not Latina and you're listening to this, I challenge you and I want you to celebrate it as your heritage as well. Latina or not, celebrate it. You have heard me tell you bits and pieces of my money story on this podcast and in my book. Today, though, I am taking it another level. I had a conversation with my parents and I challenge you to do the same if you can. If it's not your parents, maybe who raised you, who really had an impact on you, could be your grandparents, could be your uh, siblings could be an aunt and uncle or some other family member. So I definitely challenge you to have a conversation. Be curious and uh, just naturally curious. This is not supposed to be a stressful conversation, but a conversation to really to understand your heritage, your money history or your money story, if you will. Now I do have to disclose, although it would have been fantastic to interview my parents for you to hear them. The logistics of having when I had to record this 
And then on top of that, I would have to take time to convince them because it would take some time. It wouldn't be a, you know, let's come on my podcast. I don't think they would say yes right away, (laughs) but it would take me some time to convince them. So I just decided to ask them questions and I'm sharing with you what I have learned to hopefully inspire you to get curious about your money history. That's part of your Hispanic heritage. And again, if you're listening and you're not Latina, this does not get you a free pass. You still need to get curious about your money history of your heritage too. Before we dig into this, let's get all on the same page, especially if you just started listening to this podcast and maybe you are fairly new to me. My Hispanic heritage is a blend of a trend. I don't know if it's that's the correct word, but that's the word that comes to mind. It's a blend of a trend, and I didn't intend for that to rhyme, that continues to grow. I was brought up in a multicultural house. My mom is Colombiana, my dad, Americano, or as many used to say, uh, gringo. I wanted to give you that background just in case, as I said earlier, you are new to me and you didn't know this about me. So now that you do. So let's get started on my mother's side. Mi abuelo, who I never got to meet because he passed away when my mother was young, was an educated person. He actually studied at a seminary to become a priest. He never became a priest. I don't know the details why. But his work, what he did for a job was in Morse code. So it was about communication and getting people connected. And he was much older than mi abuelita. And actually their marriage was I don't know if you want to say arranged, but they were introduced. And in that time, it was an older man marrying the younger woman. And it was just the parents made arrangements. Yes, you two get married. So aside from that, he passed on the importance of education to my mom. Y tenía un dicho. He had a saying. And it went something like this. Lo que uno sabe es tuyo. No como el dinero que se lo puedan quitar a uno. So whatever is yours, whatever knowledge you have is yours. Not like money, which money someone can take away. So I thought that was interesting. That was something that my mom really got from her father. And it was interesting as well hearing my mother share this with me as I know she took it to heart. My mother is a self-starter, a go-getter, a resourceful person that managed to get scholarships, assistantships, and so forth to pay for education. She's this extremely intelligent woman. And growing up, I know she definitely grilled the importance of education to my brother and I. Mi abuelita became a widow early on, leaving her to raise her three kids on her own. And between the ages of being a baby, mi tía was a baby, to my mother, who's the oldest, who at that time was 12 years old, she was left with very little money. And she had her survival hat on as she had three kids that were depending on her. And she went on to make money as a seamstress. And to this day, we still have her sewing machine, which is awesome. 
And mi abuelita organized her money and made sure that she distributed appropriately across all her expenses. My mom recalls getting a hundred Colombian pesos from her for the bus to get her to and from school, which at that point in time cost 20 pesos for a ride. And to give you perspectives on how much that cost has changed, just make sure you're sitting down. One US dollar today is equivalent to just over 3,000 Colombian pesos. So think about that. She was paying 20 pesos for a ride at that time. Que cambio, no? That is a huge change. Now, my mom didn't recall hearing any money conversations. In her words, living at that time was about survival. And I think that definitely she witnessed that with seeing her mom work hard to make sure that she provided for my mom and her two siblings. Now, I spoke to my dad and about his story, and it was also unique, but it had some similarities. My dad's parents also never spoke about money. The only memory my dad had about a money conversation was on the way to church. They were driving to church one day, and his dad, or driving back, it, it might have been driving back from church, I think, and my dad or his dad, my grandfather, mentioned something about the pastor asking for money, and they never went back. Why? I think it might have been due to a lack of money just based on the remainder of the conversation with my dad. My grandmother was a stay-at-home mom, and my grandfather was a factory worker, and he also did janitorial work uh, at my father's high school. Before, this is interesting, before having my dad and his sisters or my dad's sisters, he was a radio operator, which in that time was a lucrative job until technology advanced and things advanced and there was no need for it anymore. And in also in that time, that was when they also lived in Lima, Peru, a place that my husband and I and my oldest had the opportunity to live as well. Now, my dad also, he did observe the importance of money just by observing his parents. His parents paid for everything in cash. They didn't go on many vacations, but when they did, he said they were fun and memorable vacations. And then there was my grandfather didn't have money saved, or if he saved money, it wasn't much, but he did purchase a life insurance policy, which minimized greatly the financial burden on my grandmother when he passed away. So I thought that was interesting. So he didn't save, but he did go ahead and buy that life insurance policy. I didn't get to know, unfortunately, my grandparents much as they passed away when I was little and we were still living in Colombia. So seeing them was rare. I got to meet initially my grandparents on my dad's side when I was two years old. So I have really like slight memories. I don't know if it's memories or if it's just from looking at the pictures, but I have those memories of getting ice cream with them and playing with my grandfather, picking up leaves because I had never experienced fall or winter. And later my grandfather passed away and uh, my grandmother at a later point came to visit us in Colombia. And that was the last time I saw her. 
Another figure in my father's life that had an impact on him was my great grandfather, who I also have such a clear and vivid memory of. I got the opportunity to meet and spend time with him when we initially moved to the U.S. As when we moved to the U.S., we stayed with my dad's sister, which is where. Before we jump into today's content, keep your ears peeled for a unique reveal I'll be sharing midway through the show. It's something special just for you. Where my great grandfather was living as well. And per my、uh, father, my great grandfather definitely saved money, he invested in stocks. In fact, his gifts to my dad were of the investment kind. So it wasn't a watch or a toy or anything like that, but it was the investment of kind, whether bonds, stocks, those type of things. Another part that I personally found interesting in talking to my dad was that even though his parents didn't grill in him the importance of education, which was different on my mom's side, that was grilled in her by her dad. He did manage to hear something in school that impacted him and made going to college a goal for him. He knew right off the bat that his parents didn't have the money, so he worked after school and saved up enough money for his first year of room and board. After that, he did have to take on some student loans. And speaking of his job, he, and I'm not sure if he had that one job. Throughout high school or, or multiple jobs, but I know one job he always、uh, speaks about is that he worked at an ice cream shop, a Carvel ice cream shop. And the owners became mentors for him and talked to him about the importance of saving money. They were so involved in, in helping him in terms of talking to him and mentoring him. Even they accompanied him and his parents. When he went to get settled in in his dorm room for his first day of college. And my father was actually, because my grandparents didn't go to college, my grandfather was accepted、uh, to, I believe, the University of Michigan. But in that time frame, he had some brothers that this was around the time when World War II broke out and they went off to war. And his mother didn't want to be alone, so she didn't want him to go off for college. So that was something my dad mentioned that my grandfather regretted was not, you know, not being able to go to college. And so my dad went to college, graduated, and he was the first one in his family to get a degree. And I believe with my mom, when I asked her this, it was interesting because she technically. It is the one that has the first one to get a degree, I think, but she didn't want to, in terms of college. Notice that I said that my abuelo, her father, was a very educated man. I'm not sure, or she didn't share with me in terms of universities or college if he attended one. I just know he studied at a seminary and I know definitely he did a lot of self study. So I think he, she was also the first one in her family. To graduate、uh, from college. So, my dad, there was something in his life, something that he saw at school that relayed the message of how important education is. And my mom, living across the waters, all the way in Colombia, and before they met, 
it was similar in terms of she knew she was going to college. My dad worked hard after school, saved money to go to college. My mom did a similar, the same, but she worked hard to get scholarships, to get assistantships, and so forth, which led eventually to her studying here in the United States. And you can guess what happened next. Yes, she met my father. I also decided to ask them if they had any money differences when they got married, because I was, I was curious about that. I, I observed some things. But one thing that I want to make sure is that I didn't mention is that when I spoke to my parents, I spoke to them separately, uh, not intentionally, but because they just weren't in the same place. So when I asked them this question, if they had the money differences, they weren't in the same location. So it would have been, have been interesting if I had asked them the same question when they were physically both present in the same room to see if their answers would have been different. But this is, this is how I went. I asked my dad, so that's who I spoke to first, and I asked my dad if there was a difference. And for him, his answer really was how it was important for him to save money. So that was something that was ingrained. I noticed it was ingrained by his great-grandfather. It was ingrained from the mentors he had, his employers or his boss that he had at his job, and also seeing that his father didn't save. Uh, so for him, I think, and this is how I'm interpreting. So dad, if you're listening, if I'm incorrect, let me know. So I think for him, that was an impact for him and why it was important for him to save money. On the other hand, for my mom in his view, so this is me speaking to him, not me speaking to my mom yet. Stability was important which in her case, that meant setting roots down, which meant having a house, which actually they did. They actually uh, built a house, uh, which they still own to this day. Uh, so I thought that was interesting because for him, it was saving. And with my mom, yes, it was about money, but it was more about stability, setting those roots down, which I feel like the saving was, it sounds, or my interpretation is like that saving of the money is goes along with that, quote unquote, how males like to be the providers, right? And then uh, women, we definitely are all about family, which in my mom's case, it was the house, putting those roots down. Of course, I asked my mom the same question. And her answer was about Basically, she said that there was no time and it was and to really have any differences. It was about survival. It was about getting the day-to-day -day taken care of, putting food on the table, paying the bills, paying debt, and taking care of my brother and I. So I thought that was interesting. So that, in a nutshell, was my conversation with mis padres, with my parents. And I'm hoping that Hearing this episode today inspires you to have that conversation because usually I talk about having that conversation with your spouse or really understanding what your money story is and really being observant and thinking back into time. But I think it's also very helpful to talk to your family, whether it's your parents, who is it that raised you? Is it a grandparent? Is it a sibling? Who is it that raised you? And if you are able, if they are present on this earth, 
take that moment to have that conversation now because tomorrow's not promised. And just be curious, just be genuinely curious. Ask fun questions. This is not supposed to be a stressful conversation. This is just about getting to know them better, getting to know them in a different point of their lives. And actually, I think my parents were appreciative. At first, I didn't know, especially my mom, she's more a little more reserved than my dad. And I didn't know if, because I did, was very direct. And I said, I want to ask you these questions. This is what I'm doing for the podcast. And for a moment, I thought she was going to tell me no, because like I mentioned, she's very reserved. But I could sense with both of them how appreciative they were in me taking an interest in that. And they really understood the importance of, of really understanding that money story, of really having that conversation. So I hope, as I mentioned, this inspires you to have that conversation with that family member or those family members to be genuinely curious, as I mentioned. Ask questions. It could be about memories, money memories, or what do you remember? Do you you remember any money conversations? Did your parents talk about money to you? Uh, Were there any stressful points uh, in your childhood that you recall that may have revolved around money? And maybe you don't, you know, just have fun with this. I mean, even you can go, Think to the episodes or the interviews that I've had with my guests. Some are very similar questions. Some of them I really elaborate based on what they say. So just allow the conversation to flow. Be genuinely interested and have fun with this. I know I enjoyed this. I know that this gave me a better insight as to who my parents are, why the way they are, why they raised me the way they did who I am in in turn as a person, which also helps to understand my money story even more. Now to wrap this up this month, we're going to take a break because this month I'm just going to focus on Hispanic Heritage Month. We're going to take a break from the reign of the week, but that doesn't mean you can't still submit any women and any mujeres in your life for Reina of the Week. And you can do that over at jenhemphill.com forward slash Reina of the Week. We are also going to be taking a break from the Pregunta of the Week. You can still answer the past month's questions as there are three freebies to grab that go with from helping you in your relationship, saving for travel, and being more strategic with frugality. You can answer those questions at the Her Dinero Matters Hub You do need a free account, but you should have one if you're receiving my emails. But if you don't have your free account, you can go to jenhempill.com forward slash win and you can sign up from there. If you do have your free account already and you get my weekly emails, you can go over to herdineromattershub.com. Next week, we will be chatting with Jocelyn Martinez, who studied pre-law and later decided to pursue a career in acting, which is what she's doing at this point in time that she is acting, has had jobs in acting. And this mujer has even worked with JLo as a double and a standing. So very interesting conversation next week. So that is a wrap for today. I appreciate you taking time and your busy schedule to 
listen to this podcast, for choosing this podcast, as there are so many podcasts to choose from. You can check out the brief show notes over at jenhemphill.com forward slash 186. Also, don't forget, if you love this episode or podcast, it would mean the world to me if you share it with a friend, family member, coworker, or even a stranger. Nunca se sabe, you never know when someone is in pain in their financial life. Just the sheer sharing of this podcast or episode may be the push or inspiration they need to move forward. Until then, stay consistent on those money actions and habits so you can not only be the reina of your money, but love your dinero more. You've got this, tú puedes. Nos hablaremos el próximo jueves. I'll talk to you next Thursday. Ciao.